I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us, us both into one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to the loud and short of it. I'm Ramsey the loud one, and I'm Jesse the short one. This week we got our our variety hour for you. It's gonna be ten topics, only good news, cause we God knows you need it. Right Everyone now. needs good news right now. There's enough bad news that you read every day. Hope, yep. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna tell you the good stuff. Yeah. You wanna go first? Sure. Uh, we should tell people the topics we're gonna cover: politics, yep. television, a random one, music, and video games. The five quintessential parts of a, yep. of a healthy lifestyle. If you were here two months ago, you had to listen to us scrape by and try and talk about pop culture. Yes, which didn't we didn't well. realize was just almost all of those things yeah. wrapped into one. <laughs> it made no sense. Okay, uh, what should we start with? Uh, TV. Know. TV? Let's do it. Let's do it. That's what I was going to say. What do I have? I have that none other than Bill Murray, mm-hmm. the Bill Murray, and the Garfield, Guy Fieri. Garfield 3. Garfield, yes. Bill Murray, as known... As playing Garfield. Did you say Guy Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I'm glad that's on recording. Guy Fieri uh, are going to have a nacho cooking competition live and on air. God, that's so fucking cool. And all of the money goes to restaurant employees who are not making money right now. Dude, I saw like a Twitter thread about Guy Fieri and just all the cool shit he does. Apparently, he just seems like he would not be super great, but apparently he's a good guy. We canceled that dude because he had silly hair and he wore ugly shirts. And we need to learn once again, don't judge a book by his cover. Here's, he's a fucking badass. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We did. The millennials canceled Guy Fieri. Oh, he's big with the boomers. No, no, no. Uh. What I'm about to say, Gen Z brought him back. No. All of Gen Z fucking loves Guy Fieri. He's their fucking god. Yeah. He's, he's, For good he's reason. Yeah, he's just like, all the memes are about him. People talk about how much they fucking love Guy Fieri, all these kids and shit, and I'm just like, Guy Fieri, the goofy fucking diners, drive-ins, and doo-wops or whatever. <laughs> and my younger siblings are like, no, he's fucking awesome. He's got a cool shirt and dumb hair. He looks like the fat lead singer Smash Mouth. And I was like, Jesus, man, millennials did ruin this one thing. <laughs> I like it. I'm excited. It's going to premiere on the Food Network, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know where else it would have premiered. But, uh, I, yeah, honestly, I just want to hype up just how great of a guy Guy Fieri seems yeah. to be. Every every single thing I've ever heard about him has been in a positive light. Yeah. I, he's raised money for everything that could go wrong. He's always helping out small businesses. Yeah. I, the thing, too, is, like, especially with restaurants nowadays, like, I'm trying to eat, well, I mostly eat local recently just because you know you kind of you should really if you can afford it yeah um and it's kind of cool that he is kind of more standing up for restaurant workers when right now not a lot of people are yeah um yeah that's what i got to say about guy that's that's all i got as well (laughs) bill pretty cool guy too Bill. Haven't heard as many good things about Bill. You know, he's only known for the Garfield stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Garfield 1 and, well, Garfield 1 and 2. Garfield yeah. 2, Tale, Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that up. <laughs> um, I think that we should make nachos. Mm, you want to steal their idea? Yeah, I think we should fight. In a, Tune in, 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 a, in, a, in a, a pool of nachos. <laughs> Tune in a future week to see me and Ramsey butt naked fighting in a pool of nachos. I did not say butt naked. I did. We're going to be butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you want to move into my television? Yeah, get right into it. Okay, uh, so, my favorite thing is Star Wars. 
Of right course. now, right now, since we've been in quarantine, something weird's been happening with me. I think I'm just trying to revert back to how I was as a child. I can't fucking get enough of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm reading all about it, watching everything I can do. All I do is play Battlefront 2 and listen to fucking, fucking Clone Wars on the TV. But the best fucking news ever just came out. Mandalorian. Yeah. One of the best Star Wars content there is. Say what you want about it. It's great. In season two of The Mandalorian, a character from the Clone Wars, a female character who's very fucking dope, is going to be in live action. Her name is Ahsoka Tano. She's the coolest fucking Jedi. Like, maybe not the coolest, not my favorite, maybe the coolest though. And the fact that she's going to be in The Mandalorian is super fucking weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but The Mandalorian has kind of just become this thing where it is just bringing things that people like. Fan service is not a bad thing. I agree, but the point I'm about to make is that Mandalorian is doing what Force Awakens did in long format. Mm -hmm. Force Awakens, everyone said, oh, it's bullshit, it's all fan service. And I was like, yeah, Star Wars sucks for 20 years, of course I want fan service. (laughs) I don't care. But the thing is, everyone loves Mandalorian. And I think that it's it's so much easier to take in because it doesn't have the pressure of being like, it's the next Skywalker story. He's just a random guy. Ahsoka's showing up. Fucking... Tamora Morrison, the dude who played Boba Fett and Jango Fett and all the clones. Oh, well, of course. Naturally, naturally. He's <laughs> all showing the clones. Up. He's showing up. Now, Boba Fett's cool, even though he's a dumb bitch. <laughs> However, Captain Rex is one of the clones from Clone Wars who is really close to Ahsoka Tano. So there's so many possibilities. Any Star Wars fan out there could tell you. Well, not anyone. Every normal person has only seen six movies. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is that this is going to be fucking dope. I've never been more excited for a TV show. Nice. I'm, I'm finally getting what I want out of Star Wars. That's beautiful. I hope the best for you. I can now say I've seen all nine movies. Yeah, I'm you deep. did. I've seen every one of them now. You did. God. I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only good news Ramsey needed was to tell you yeah. about what he knows about Star I've Wars. I've just been keeping it pent up because if I go out in the living room and I'm like, hey, roommates, Ahsoka Tano's going to show up. They're all going to look at me and just be like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Make us laugh, clown. <laughs> Okay, let's go from uh, television a little more interactive. Let's get into video games. Mm. I've got one that warmed my heart. I know it'll warm the rest. And let, let's shout up another content creator. I'm going to shout out Tactical Grandma. <laughs> Spelled G-R-A-M-M-A. Is a Twitch streamer. <laughs> Tactical Grandma. Tactical Grandma. She is a Twitch streamer mm-hmm. who's also a grandma. Yeah. A little bit of an older lady. She's not the best at video games. Mm-hmm. But not only does she Twitch, she talks to people on her Twitch about their problems in life and gives yeah. sage grandma advice while playing video games. So she's just like a wholesome cam girl? Yeah, you literally is a wholesome grandma cam girl. Damn. And apparently people are falling in love with her. She's getting tons of, tons of subscribers now. Mm-hmm. She's helping people out with their problem. And the best part, this is this is what swung me on her, and I'm going to gonna, gonna start Twitch st- watching Twitch streams for the first mm-hmm. time in my life. Uh, her favorite game, Apex Predators, and Call oh. of Duty. What? Oh shit! <laughs> she's just playing. She's playing fucking shooters. Oh, I'll fucking definitely watch. I thought you were gonna say something bored, like she was fucking playing Animal Crossing or like Skyrim. And I'm like, I don't care. No, this grandma does not fuck with that. With she's those like baby Apex games. and Call of Duty. She's playing violent shooters. That's and hard as fuck. Sage grandma advice to those who need it the uh, most, dude. So I actually have a funny little thing on this. My grandma. Mamaw, we call her, all, all, all in Tennessee. 
So I, when I was a kid, played Nintendo 64 constantly. Goldeneye, top five games of all time. Mm-hmm. My grandma got fucking addicted to Goldeneye. <laughs> Me and her used to play Goldeneye all the time. Super weird. My grandparents didn't own a TV. <laughs> they, they didn't listen to the radio. All they did was read the Bible and some like Western books mm-hmm. with cowboys and shit. And then me and my grandma would play fucking Nintendo 64 with this tiny little monitor in my, in my uncle's room. That's amazing. It was super dope. Well, now someone else's grandma did the same thing and then was like, give me a Twitch channel. Yeah, something about fucking shooting games and grandmas. <laughs> and grandmas. <laughs> There's a singularity there. A lot of violent tendencies they pushed down for 80 plus years that oh, they yeah, could yeah. finally get out. <laughs> it's like uh, all the cowboy content they watch where this random dude walks into a saloon just like... <laughs> they're like, this is cool. Except they're machine guns. <laughs> Alright, uh, what do we get to do next? I picked the last one. You picked the next one. You got video games. Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all Tactical up. Grandma was so good, you just I'm... got lost. So, mine, mine's a little, mine's a little iffy. I don't like what the context of this is, but I'm happy it's getting made. Mm. I have so many fucking dumb nerd friends. Oh, where is this going? So fucking many. Is and this they about Pokemon? All... No. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, you hate your Pokemon. This is about Doctor Who. I don't like Doctor Who, but Doctor Who's getting a fucking, like, multiple video games. They're like, Yeah, it's like, they're making VR experiences, they're making, like, a horror-type video game, which I imagine is going to be with Oh, so they're coming out, like, all, they've already approved all of this. Yeah, yeah, it's all, they're all in the works. They're more, I don't think they're full-fledged, like, titles, but a lot of them are, like, I know the video game is going to be, like, a Five Nights at Freddy type, or whatever. I think it has, it probably has to do with the angels, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that would be, I mean, that has a great potential. In that idea. What I wanted to get into, because I looked into Doctor Who, I still think, I, it's not for me, I can't do it. To but... be fair, for all the listeners, anybody that likes Doctor Who, Ramsey watched the first season with the shit doctor. And He's then the was best like, doctor! And then was like, I don't want to watch anymore this show, and stopped. Yeah. And now if you tell him, that was the shit doctor, no one likes him, he was an asshole. He's like, no, I don't care about the other ones. <laughs> He's so, cool. He's a cool guy. Then nice... why do you not? He's not cool. He's he got, just a piece of shit. He's got a nice shit. jacket. <laughs> He's got a cool guy jacket. He swings the wand around. Uh, what I'm trying to get into, it's neither here nor there with these fucking doctors. <laughs> I don't know if they have a degree. The thing about Doctor Who that is cool is that the concepts on like the episode-to-episode basis are super dope. I think it's much smarter for them to branch out and make a bunch of different games because like the show switches kind of... Not completely in a bad way, but the tone switches between episodes like insane amount. Some yeah. of them are very spooky, some of them are just completely fun, and some of them are yeah. high intensity. Like I know that like the biggest thing is people talk about how they wanted like an RPG Doctor Who, and I know there was like some mobile game that was RPG esque or something. Mm. I why the fuck would you want that? I don't want to be a fucking doctor because you can't. There's only so much like. So many different different things you can do, except going by a level by level game. Like I think it's way more interactive to be able to like curate this experience where you're dealing with these angels and working in the concepts. The only thing that I think, and I didn't see the article, I'm just getting it secondhand from you, is uh, if they did something like Heavy Rain, but with a Doctor Who skin or storyline, could be amazing because then you could insert kind of like mini games along those, but also just have an overarching storyline of just option selecting yeah i think that's what one of them's gonna be okay. i'm not positive I, I i saw the article there was not a ton of information so i this won't be like a triple a game this is no nah, like a... i think it's a trilogy of experiences they're calling it but i think i like cool. that term sounds yeah. cool enough. <laughs> i would love a trilogy of experiences i think more things should try to do this i like i said the doctor who like 
The in-between, I don't care so much about. I've seen episodes here there with David Tennant. I love David Tennant. I just don't fucking care. It's almost like there's too much. I think within the past 12 months, we've seen a big shift in proof that you can adapt video games into television, into other mediums. And I, what if we start to see proof that you can shift other mediums into video games in a better way? Because there was a long span of video game history where outside of Lord of the Rings and a select few games, yeah. they were like, we're going to make a video game for every fucking yeah. movie. And you were like, please fucking don't. Yeah. You can't make well, it. Well, the problem was like most of these games were just reskins of God of War. Yeah. Like almost all of them. It's insane. If you look at how many of them are fucking God of War except for something else. Yeah. It was like they, there was one good one that was a reskin of Batman Arkham. It was the Captain America game. Mm. It was cool, but it was like, it was obviously a reskin. The, one, the two games that were, or the three games that were good were those Lord of the Rings games because they were co-op, they were super arcade they knew exactly what they were about. They were like the the old X-Men arcade games, but yeah. if it was 3D. And then, of course, Star Wars, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith <laughs> game, because it had some great fighting games. And all the Lego games. Oh, dude. Never been a, never been a huge fan of them as, as a whole, but I feel like everybody has to have the one Lego game. Yeah. Whatever your favorite movie is, go get the Lego game of that movie, and then you're going to love it. Yeah. I, dude, I've played, like, I think I've beaten, like, probably all. I would say a vast majority of the mainstream Lego games. Damn. Because, like, when I, I have younger siblings, so it was always uh, like. so you cycle through Yeah, them. when it was like a video game to play, like, they would be like, oh, like, I'll be like, you want to play Call of Duty? And we played for like 20 minutes. I'd be like, oh, this is fucking boring as hell. You're terrible at this. I'm like, of course, you're seven years old. And play the Lego games. <laughs> when they can't die. And... Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Okay. So much more fun. So much but grandma, a tactical grandma would never play something like that. Tag grandma would not touch that wholesome content. <laughs> she she is she the wholesome is the wholesome content. content. Yeah. She is there to kill. Okay, you want to give us your politics? Uh, you go first on this one. I do. I'm very excited because something. It's well, hard to get good news in politics it, these days. It is. It's a twofer for me. Tennessee is where my all my mom's side of the family's from. I spend an enormous amount of time. A lot of times, people ask me where I'm from. I'm like, oh, I'm from Texas. Oh, I'm from California. Oh, I'm from Tennessee. That's the one I usually say. A good part of me comes from being growing up in the Tennessee. You also spent some time in Georgia. I did. I You're grew- a man of the world. <laughs> I am a man. I'm a citizen of the of the world. <laughs> Tennessee is one of the few states in the nation conducting enough coronavirus testing for its population and the current outbreak. Now, again, what I'm saying is it's doing it's doing one of the best. However, it's not doing it's not like doing amazing. Yeah. But the fact that Tennessee is conducting enough tests for, I think the recommended was like 3,000 and they got up to like 8,000 tests. Wow. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Especially in Tennessee and it's showing because like that's, it's a little more spread out except that's for Nashville. That's not the first state I would have thought of when somebody says they're doing a good job at handling a pandemic. Because right. every time I get news about Tennessee, it's, hey, your cousin died or fucking someone's being racist. It's so <laughs> nice to have a fucking win. Whew. That's fun. That's yeah, good. That's a, it's a nice little, nice little tidbit. I like it. I always want any good news to come out of the South. It's always just a little bit of positivity. Uh, my politics, uh, sadly, still involving Corona, but completely other side of the world. Uh, Hong Kong protests have started up again. Even though it's not 100% safe to be out, these fearless motherfuckers are at it again. Mm-hmm. The, the, their government couldn't stop them. Fucking armed policemen couldn't stop them. Absolute breaking of so many human rights violations yeah. doesn't stop them. Nothing's gonna stop these fuckers. They there's photos of them everywhere. Don't call them fuckers. It's in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, positive yeah. fuckers. <laughs> uh, all of the photos show they're still wearing masks. So even during 
their fight for their literal democracy and their right to live the lives that they want, yeah. they're still doing their best not to spread this virus among them. I think out of all like the protests I've seen, like ever, like just footage, the Hong Kong protests are just in a league of their own. Yeah. You see like even like the gifts of like the ambulances needing to get through and everyone's like spreading out, like like letting get through. It seems like very I don't know. There's something about where it's like there. It feels like there's never been. It's they're so easy to root for. Exactly. Which you yeah. should be, but yeah. you know, like it's a, fuck the Chinese government. Yeah, we'll exactly. say it. Fuck the Chinese government. <laughs> I co-signed. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's cool to see. I guess successful isn't the right word because we don't know how things are going to turn out. But it's cool to see. Uh a large group of people fighting for what's right in a way that they know is not going to be easy. Yeah. And so far, nothing has stopped them. Yeah. And that's just, it's inspiring, to be yeah. honest. Like, we just don't see the same thing. We, we read about it. We yeah. read that this has happened hundreds of times in different countries, throughout different countries, and yeah. all over the world, through all of time. But we have, this is happening in our time. Yeah. And it's, like, funny, too, because I just saw, like, on Twitter that there was uh, people protesting outside of a courthouse to open up the gyms, and they were doing push-ups and squats, and there were people quote-tweeting, replying, just being like, it's almost like you can do this at home. <laughs> <laughs> I did have written down, uh, just so anybody uh, that might be our listener, this is not the same as going and protesting that you're not allowed to go to fucking Denny's this week. No. That's not it's what not this is same. about. <laughs> Get over it. But it's nice to see a, a real protest going on. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, this has been going... How long has the fucking, like... That been in the mainstream news? The Hong Kong government? Over a year now. They've just been... They just can't stop. And they've gotten some some leeway back of what they wanted. But yeah. I think it, right off. now their demands include... Uh, the leader of Hong Kong that's not following what the Hong Kong people want at all. The step down from his position is, mm. the, is the main issue right now. And then they want ironclad... Uh, rulings that show that China is not going to interrupt Hong Kong's independence. Gotcha. And self-governance. Well, damn. Yeah. They really get into it. Okay, you want to give me your music? Yeah. Uh, So, uh, with a $10 million boost from Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, Jay-Z and Meek Mill's criminal justice organization, Reform Alliance, is sending 10 million surgical masks and other personal protective equipment to correctional facilities across the country. That's I, really good. Jay's been getting hit the hardest. Yeah, I think this is great. Uh, it, people have not been hearing enough about that. The there's a vast amount of problems. The American uh, criminal justice yeah, system. Criminal, American criminal justice system. At one point, I wanted to be in a criminal justice. I wanted to be a fucking attorney, and it broke me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing this. I was like, I can't. I can't be a part of this. Um, it's really cool though to see the repeated players in things like this. People mm-hmm. standing up because Jay Z is like Jay Z has been like the godfather of rap. You know, people talk like I love Kanye. Don't get me wrong, I still think Kanye is the best. Mm-hmm. But whenever you talk about like an influencer or someone really important, I get kind of myth that Jay Z isn't talked about in the way I believe he should be talked about. We talk about Dr. Dre, Easy E, all these like Godfathers or whatever. But that's not he's not the Godfather. Jay Z is. Mm-hmm. Everything he has done has been to help everyone in the game. When Twenty One Savage got fucking like, pop for uh, legal immigration, because he's actually from the UK or whatever, Jay-Z funded a fuckload for his lawyers. Because mm-hmm. 21's all his uh, asses got frozen and shit. Jay-Z put a ton of money to fucking help him out. 
He's helped he's helped Meek Mill out. Meek Mill has had a fucking litany of legal problems. <laughs> from, spawning from one fucking arrest when he was 19. Mm-hmm. Before he was even fucking famous for rapping. He was on like Smack DVD or some shit. Um, but I don't know. It's I, it's a it's a certain pride like I have in Jay-Z. Because it's, it's really cool to see someone like standing out. Because he is the top dude. He makes so much fucking money. He's one of the biggest influences. And he's using his influence. To, like he's, did so you good. see him on Letterman? Yeah. My guest needs no introduction. Yeah. Fucking hell, dude. I plugged a small creator with a tactical grandma, third time <laughs> I've said her name, and uh, I plug a, a large creator. They, uh, uh, my, my guest needs no introduction on Netflix is amazing. Yeah. Every episode. One of my one of my favorite series I, I think I've, I've seen in, in years. Um, but yeah, I just want to talk about Jay-Z and, uh, and also Meek Mill. You know, I'm not going to take a stand on Meek Mill because, you know, it's a, very, it's a very hot subject, but um, I think Meek Mill is a very interesting um point in like criminal justice system and the problems with it uh listen to his music you will learn a lot and watch if you, his if documentary you focus on just this you see that he's using his money and his fame for good yeah so if that's all you know also watch his fucking uh watch his documentary on what happened to him and on amazon prime it's called free meek it's, it's a very fucked up story and it's insane how much trouble someone that successful has to deal with from an arrest from years ago damn Ready to yeah. get into the last topic? Yeah, that was good news. Even though it ended up over, that was good news. I was very happy. He's not in trouble right now, and he's helping people that are in trouble. He's, still <laughs> he's in less trouble. Maybe. That's true. Maybe. Oh, we're not in the last one. I've got my music. Okay. Here we go. Uh, gonna start on a bad note, but as Fred Rogers says, Perfect. look for the helpers. Uh, a tornado went through uh, Nashville this past week because um, everybody was thinking, ah. Oh, Things aren't bad enough. Let's add this yeah, to the mix. A little spice. Um, but Gibson Guitars started a foundation called Gibson Gives, and they are trying to give a guitar to every single musician negatively affected during this tornado. And I think that that's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. And I recognize that I'm just like deep throating a, a, cor- a company, a corporation right now, but fuck you. Good PR should be rewarded. That's how we get them to keep doing good things. Yeah. Like, the thing is, and the, the, to frame it properly, like, if you're a musician and you get a new guitar like that, I, there's something about it. Like, Gibson is, Gibson is, like, the biggest name in fucking guitars. Like, I, I know, I, I played Guitar Hero for a bunch of years, and I got super into guitars and, like, started obsessing over them, even though I don't know how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And Gibson was always, like, one of the runners. Like, all the greats have, like, just, fuck, the only great, I would say, that does not play Gibson, Jimi Hendrix. And he might be the best, so. <laughs> But, um, that's super fucking dope. I can't imagine how that would feel, having a fucking, like, terrible thing happen to you, like a, um, tornado, and then Gibson shows him, like, use your Les Paul. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's nice. You're, like, giving ninja... Warms my heart. Yeah, it does warm my heart. And our last one, random. Random. So, I got, I got a crazy one for random. Okay, you wanna go first? I wanna talk about poop. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) This is is good news for... About poop. For, for everyone, I believe. Hmm. In America, we have a problem. <laughs> Many problems. And here's the most <laughs> important one currently. We shit in a gross way. We poop Doesn't in the everyone toilet. shit in a gross way? No, 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 sir. Okay. Not the Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> we shit in a gross way. Let me, hold on, let me pull up my article here. Uh, I was reading this shit about um, why America... shit about shit. Exactly. Why America's losing the toilet race. And I, was, I was reading about Japan's toilets. Japan has very high-tech toilets. They have like a self-cleaning system... It deodorizes. It, it like sucks out the grossness, mm. like after the 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 solids have gone away. Um, 
And I think it was said it was up to like 80% of Japanese homes had these high-tech toilets. Oh, wow. And the one thing I will say is that later on in this article, they start talking about how the U.S. is starting to be more like inclined to use the bidet. Now, our household is a bidet household. We are a bidet household. It's I, the only place I poop. I can, yeah, I actively try not to shit at work because I don't have a bidet at work and it's gross and icky. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a whole, it, it, it turns pooping into a process. Yeah. I don't need a process. Your whole, you're dirty the rest of the day. Yeah, that's disgusting. You gotta blast that fucking, that butt hose right at, <laughs> right, right in your ass. You clean yourself right off. If I could make uh, one recommendation now that I've hyped up a small creator or a large creator, I'll hype up the bidet. Uh, there is no one in the world that will use a bidet after that first use. You're not gonna be like, oh, that wasn't actually... That was pretty gross. That's what I thought it was going to be. I'm not getting one. You're going to no. use a bidet one time and be like, oh, I'm never wiping my ass like a monkey ever again. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to have clean butts. You should not be using the same toilets that your great, 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 great grandfather used. Jesus Christ, dude. It's funny. It was uh, when I went over, when I was a younger, younger boy, I went over to Jordan. Uh, where my dad's from, and that was my first experience with the bidet. Mm. I think it's like a little halal thing to do or whatever. Um, but I remember going and sitting down, and there was a second toilet, and I asked my dad, what the fuck is a second toilet? And he looked at me like I was the dumbest kid on earth, the way he looks at me today. <laughs> and he, t- he told me the process, and uh, when I first hopped on that bidet, Sprayed water everywhere. Missed my bum by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> made, 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 a, made a horrible mess. But the second time I rode that pony, good lord, never been cleaner. <laughs> Happiest day of my little life. I think uh, my favorite bidet story, which I feel like at this point we just must share. It's all yep. it's on the name of good news. Uh, I got my shower replaced, and I didn't want to do the tile work, so I hired that out. And the guy that did the tile, tile super nice guy, he came over and he saw a little switch that we have a little, a little dial on the side of our toilet. And he was staring at it, and he was like, what is that? And I went, oh, it's a bidet. And this man, while looking at the toilet, turned it just to see what would happen. He didn't think it through. Shot water right in his fucking face. <laughs> That's very clean water. It's just the same stuff that fills the... T- it's, it's, yeah, clean, yeah. it's clean water. But man, was it fucking funny watching a man spray himself in the face with a toilet. On that, I have a confession to make. Uh-huh. Now, uh, there was a time before we lived together. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you threw parties. And I love coming here for the parties, you know. We're great friends. <laughs> and uh, one time I was uh, I was drunk at one of these parties. Uh-huh. And I went into your bathroom. You're going full wear. Well, there's a bidet in there. <laughs> and my... my intoxicated little brain looked at that bidet and I looked at that dial and I said I wonder how hard the water goes it doesn't feel super hard and I turned that dial and I painted your fucking wall of water good lord I grabbed I, I grabbed a to- piece of toilet paper I cleaned up best I could it was still soaking wet I threw it in the trash washed my hands and walked the fuck out <laughs> Well, if that's not a, a, a beautiful advertisement for bidets, I don't know what is. <laughs> bidets, soak your friend's bathrooms. <laughs> okay, let's end on my random. All right. I think, this, this is news that legitimately, I, I read it this morning, mm-hmm. and I was filled with happiness, because mm-hmm. I think it's, it's super cool. It, it feels similar to the Hong Kong one. Governor Abbott, our governor in Texas, anybody that, anybody that lives where, where we record, he's a fucking idiot. We all know that. We're all aware of it. He decided Texas would be one of the first states to reopen. He he's mm-hmm. allowed a ton of different places. They're allowed to open to twenty five percent capacity. Uh-oh. I don't not I don't know how that's enforced on a on a statewide level. Yeah. It's it's a ludicrous idea. No one was for it. 
But what's happened is nobody's listening. Restaurants aren't, very few restaurants are opening back up. The stores that are allowed to, most of them aren't opening back up, and no one's fucking leaving their houses. Yeah. He's opened this all back up, and it was, I've seen a couple different articles. One said less than 19% of people have, like, adjusted and switched over and are, like, trying to get back to normal life now. The majority of people are like, no, we don't want to kill other people's grandmas. We want to stay healthy. We want our kids healthy, our parents healthy, our grandparents healthy. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, thank God, dude. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, I mean, God, how long have we been cooped up? I mean, we don't really talk about it because it's hard to, but, like, yeah. it's been, like, two months now. Yeah. I haven't done shit. Hasn't been easy on anybody. Uh-huh. I hope everybody's staying mentally and physically as healthy as possible. Yeah, just, if you can take any solace, just know that you're doing the world a favor, like, quite literally. And the only places, when, he, when the state opened back up to where it is now, the only places that are getting too many people are beaches, and other uh, like public space, public yeah. nature spaces, um, but luckily on a local level, that's usually getting shut down and yeah. shifted over, and hopefully that will lead to people spreading to more, more natural parks and local parks and state parks yeah. instead of just that beach that everyone goes to. I would recommend uh, if you have to go out, um, hike and whatnot. Um, if it looks crowded, just go home. There's or, so or many, there's so many trails that aren't as popular as other trails. You can find yeah. them. If, if and you, they might even be cooler. It's yeah. cooler to know a trail that no one's seen before. But if you can't find that trail, go around, around your neighborhood and try again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth risking it. It's it's not easy to stay home, but thank you to yeah. everyone that is. Yeah. Um, we're getting through it, and we will we will get through it. Everyone will. Yeah, It's going to work out. So anyway, thank you for listening to our Variety Hour. This week of good news, yes. we cover pooping, tacky, tac grandmas, tactical grandmas, uh, pooping, Tennessee, Abbott being an idiot, Abbott being an idiot. Man, good news out of Tennessee is the the most the most profound part of this. That's peak. Just never would have guessed. Going I texted into this my episode. mom and she was like, "Holy shit!" Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure it's the same Tennessee? I was like, "There's only one motherfucker." <laughs> covered Gibson guitars. Covered so yeah. much. So many people are coming together at this hard time, yeah. and that's awesome. Ten topics to touch your heart. Aww. <laughs> Catch us next week for uh, two topics that probably won't touch your heart. <laughs> we will be doing an In the Lab, and uh, we'll be taking you to class. We're taking you to class. It's summer school, bitches. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.